Hey, Drew Dixon, back with you for another Bible Thump. I'm the chief content nerd at Love Thy Nerd. Uh, let's jump in. And we're in Mark chapter 4. Last time I was with you, we looked at the parable of the sower, one of Jesus' most famous parables. And now um, we're going to look at some more really cool parables um, and, and some more of Jesus' teaching. So this is Mark 4, verse 21. He, Jesus, also said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it to be put on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed, and nothing concealed that will not be brought to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him listen. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. By the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and more will be added to you. For whoever has, more will be given to him, and whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. The kingdom of God is like this, he said. A man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seeds sprout and grow. And although and although he doesn't know how, the soil produces a crop by itself. First the blade, then the head, then the full grain, the full grain on the head. And as soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle because the harvest has come. And he said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed that when sown upon the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on the ground. And when sown, it comes up and grows taller than all the garden plants and produces large branches so that the birds of the sky can nest in its shade. He was speaking the word to them with many parables like these as they were able to understand. He did not speak to them without a parable. Privately, however, he explained everything to his own disciples. All right, so we just saw this parable about the sower who sowed all this seed, and there was you know, seed along the path, and seed that was sown among the thorns, and some seed among rocky ground, and so on. And then, of course, we know there was some seed that fell on good soil. Um, and sort of the point of that parable is that there's only one type of soil that matters. That's the good soil, right? It's soil that produces fruit, that, that makes a difference. Um, so Jesus is saying, I think, that his parables are those who, who, who make a difference in the world, whose faith, whose participation in his kingdom makes a difference, that it has an impact on the world, that they bear fruit. It's a parable about what we do and how we respond to Jesus. What are we going to do with the word that we receive from Jesus? The word, when Jesus talks about the word here, he's not thinking about the Bible, um, that wasn't really around in the way that we have it now. When he talks about the word, he's talking about the message about him, the good news of the kingdom that he had been proclaiming. And so Jesus has been proclaiming this good news, and he's been living out this good news by healing the sick, casting out demons, um, doing all kinds of, of miracles and making people's lives right and new, bringing renewal into a broken world. And so um, I think Jesus is saying, hey, listen, if you want to follow me, if you want to be a part of my kingdom, then that means taking seriously my kingdom work, participating in it in a way that really makes a difference, in a way that, that brings life to the people around you. And so um, are we participating in his kingdom um, in that kind of way? So then what we read just now in Mark 4, verse 21 through 34, kind of doubles down on this. I think Jesus is saying, we talks about the measure we use will be used against us, um, he's saying the level to which we pay attention to his teaching will be the level at which we benefit from it. Um, I mean, that's sort of like a universal truth, isn't it? Like the, the more you invest in something, the more you're likely to get out of it. Uh, but Jesus isn't just saying the more you put in, the more you'll get out. Um, 
there's a promise and a warning here. He's saying we need to pay close attention to the message of Jesus, to him and to his teaching. If we don't pay really close attention to Jesus and to his teaching, we'll be uh, wrapped up into some other message or some other teaching, some other agenda. Um, So I think the question here is, are we submitting our hearts and lives and efforts and investments, um, our priorities, to Jesus? Or are we trying to wrap Jesus around what we're already doing? Are we trying to, to twist Jesus to fit our agenda and our ideals and our, our desires? Um, this happens all the time. Um, and it's important to notice that like, there's some real, I think, temptations we face today to kind of do this. Um, you see this in like uh, all, all kinds of political ways, I think, too. We, we, we want to, there, for a long time, American Christianity has, has dealt with a lot of baggage when it comes to conservative politics. And, and, and um, there's been this view amongst evangelicals that like Jesus is kind of more or less a Republican. Like that's, that just doesn't mesh with Jesus, right? He is teaching something altogether better, altogether new. Um, you can't just wrap Jesus into a conservative Republican mindset. And I honestly, listen, um, I don't want to sound like I'm picking on Republicans. Uh, the same is true of, of, of liberals or progressives. Um, Jesus is teaching something altogether new and good and true. And it's true on a level that nothing else is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. Like Jesus is bringing in good news of resurrection, renewal, renewal into a right relationship with God, redemption into a right relationship with God. Um, and this is a redemption that bleeds over into every other aspect of our lives. As we know Jesus, it's going to impact how we participate in absolutely everything that we do. And um, it's the goal of following Christ is not to, it should never be to wrap Jesus into a conservative agenda or a progressive agenda or a liberal agenda or a Republican or a Democrat agenda. Like Jesus transcends those things. And our and our allegiance to him should trump our allegiance to absolutely everything else. So I think we need to hit pause on um, on the things that we're really passionate about, our activism, be it liberal or conservative or whatever, and ask ourselves, like, is this the way of Jesus? Or am I going the way of, of our culture? Am I going the way of, of my particular subculture? Am I going the way of conservative evangelicalism? Or am I going the way of progressive evangelicalism? Or whatever it is, like... Um, are there aspects of, of those things that are very Christ-like, um, that do connect with the mind and heart of Jesus? I'm sure, yeah, I think so, probably. Um, but again, let's check our allegiance. Who are we really committed to? Jesus and his kingdom is something altogether different from every other human institution and something better, altogether better than every other human institution. So let's double down on Jesus. Who is Jesus? What has he done? What does he teach? And as we go further and further into who Jesus is, what he has done, what he taught, what his priorities and motives and values were, we'll go further and further into these things and and find there's more and more for us to learn and feed on and grow into. We'll find ourselves changing in profound ways that we never thought possible. And connected to this is the, this idea of, like, 
impact difference. Like a relationship with Jesus that's a true relationship is one that does make a difference. It's the soil that produces crop, and it's it's mysterious how it produces that crop, but it does. And it produces a harvest, and it's a harvest that's good, that makes the lives of the people around us better, um, that promotes the flourishing of our neighbors and friends and people who are hurting and in need. Um, Jesus said, what can we compare the kingdom of God? And he says, it's like a mustard seed. This thing that you think is not making much of a difference, but you plant it and it becomes this tree that like radically transforms your garden, makes your garden so much better. It's bringing shade protection to birds and, and it's doing like, it's this thing that we think of as no big deal, but then it really is tr- profoundly powerful. Um, do you know somebody like that who seems um, maybe like not that all, not all that important, but really like they've had a profound impact on you? They've made your life better in some really tremendous ways. They're not famous. Nobody really knows who this person is. Um, maybe your mom or dad or brother or sister or cousin or best friend. You have a best friend maybe who's like this, who's you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know that they're. They're making, you know, people from the outside looking in around, maybe not, wouldn't know that they're making your life better. But man, if that person wasn't around, your life would be tremendously different. Um, that's the kind of life I think God calls us to as followers of Jesus. We're these unassuming people. We're not called to be, we don't have to, I mean, you might be a social media influencer. You might be, um, you know, have thousands of followers on Twitch or or Twitter or whatever, um, but but that's not that's not what matters, right? What matters is how are we loving and serving our neighbors. I love and we're all about loving and serving our nerdy neighbors. Um, yeah, we we want to have influence. We want to grow. We want to have lots of followers on Twitch. We want to have lots of followers on Twitter. We want people to like us on Facebook. Like we want all those things. But really, you know what we need more than anything else. What we want more than anything else, and that's to invest in people to make the lives of the people around us better and point them to the good news of Christ and his kingdom. This kingdom that looks insignificant. It looks like it's not that big of a deal, but in reality, it's bringing shade to the whole garden. It's it's transforming the whole thing, and the whole thing is so much better. The world is so much better because of Jesus. Um, and Jesus says, That's what I want for you. I want you to participate with me in my kingdom in such a way that that everything's every everyone around you is better because of your relationship to Jesus. Um, So God's not. uh, Please don't hear me say this means that you need to, um, you know, convert all of your closest friends to to Christianity uh, within the next few years, or that you need to, um, you know do these amazing things that 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 are so uh, incredible that everybody knows about. No, that's that's the point is Christ calls us to make a difference. Um the only kind of relationship with Christ that matters is the one that says um I want to part- I want to participate in this unassuming kingdom, right? Jesus conquered uh by suffering. Um Jesus established his kingdom by through self-sacrificial service. And we're called to do the same. 
to give of ourselves for the flourishing of others, to give of ourselves for the spiritual good of others, to give of ourselves for the, the physical needs of others, um, to participate meaningfully in his kingdom. So again, let's ask ourselves, is Jesus what I'm really all about? Am I, uh, am I all about his agenda, or am I trying to um, fit him into my agenda? Am I trying to tack him onto my agenda? Do I assume that my agenda is something Jesus wants to get behind, or am I willing to, 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 to change my agenda to um, bring, maybe to rethink some of my priorities so that I might get on board with Jesus is all about? Am I focused on who he is, what he has done, and what he teaches, and how he lived? Or am I focused on trying to figure out a way to fit Jesus into what I want to do? and how I want to live. Uh, let's get on the side of Jesus, and as we do, let's trust that he's going to use us to make a real difference in the lives of others. That is really good news, and it's exciting because we get to be a meaningful part of this wonderful, beautiful kingdom that Jesus is all about that's going to change the world, whether we see it or not. Um, that's the thing about mustard seeds. You may not get to see it, but trust me, if you're submitting to Jesus, if you're trusting him, if you're asking those questions about who he is, what he's done, what he's about, and you're, sub you're submitting yourselves to those things, like you are going to be a real significant, integral part of God's plan for the world, of God's plan of resurrection, renewal, and redemption. That's cool, isn't it? I think it's super cool. Thanks for your time. Can't wait to see you next week for our next Bible Thump. Thanks. <laughs>